Welcome to Zenergy, the interactive podcast providing resources for building a better life. I am Zen Ashe. I'm your conduit, your coach, and your catalyst to that better life. A conduit provides a connection. Um, a catalyst sparks change. And a coach draws out hidden potential in a subject. So I wanted you to join me for an exploration of character tonight on the Zenergy podcast. Thank you. So today we're going to be talking about character. Um, character is such a powerful term. And uh, I have put many different questions on the introduction to this podcast, this live video. And so if you are in the Facebook audience, you know, the first question I put is what does character mean to you? So if there's anybody out there watching and you want to type your comments, you know, chime in on what character means to you. You can definitely, I can see your comments. They'll be on the side of the screen and I can definitely respond to you. You know, so um, I've heard a lot of definitions of character. One definition was what you do when no one is watching, you know, who you actually are when you're not putting on a front. Um, and to me, character is all about those principles that you live by, those things that make you um, a person of principle, those guidelines. And some people say non-negotiables to who you are. You know, um, earlier in the live that I did today, I was talking about having a code of conduct. You know, I uh, read a book by Ianla Van Zant where she talked about making a personal code of conduct. You know, what do you actually live by, you know, in terms of your personal relationships, your finances, your friends, uh, your job? What what do you stand on? You know, I've heard it said that we need to stand for something or we will fall for anything. You know, so to me, that's kind of what character is. What do you stand for? What, what, what means something to you? What guides your principles? What guides your decisions? So to me, when people say that someone has character, they mean things like that person's trustworthy, that person's reliable, they're honest, um, they're decent. Um, some people say a good man has character or a good woman has character. You know, so, and then sometimes people use it in the term of, ooh, that person's a character, you know, and they almost mean it like a, a fictional character, like somebody that you can hardly even believe exists, you know, but when I use the word character, I'm not really meaning it that way. I'm meaning it in terms of principles and um, guidelines for living. And I think that having a principled life gives you a legacy. It's something that you can be proud of. It's something that your children can be proud of. You know, I remember um, Oprah Winfrey talking about how she was given different options to um, interview certain people and to post these very uh, salacious things that they had done. And then she said she turned down some of those things. And she said, I don't want to be the person that when they think about their mother or their sister or their friend, they remember this Oprah show where this person was so badly embarrassed. You know, I don't want to defame their character, even though they did this, they've moved on. They've tried to reform their life. I'm not going to bring that up and, and throw it in their face. And I think a lot of times people are not able to get past things that they've done because people do throw it in their face. People do bring it up. 
you know, again and again. And, and I've even seen on Facebook where some people will say, um, I am not that person anymore. You know, I'm not that person that did that. That person is dead. And so if you refer to those things, I'm going to say, you know, that's not me anymore. Um, and so, you know, we definitely have a choice in the character that we have. I do believe that people can and do change. Um, I do believe that a person can be completely different, you know, and some people will say, well, I've never seen a person change. It's hard for me to believe that because when I think about some of the great historical figures, they've absolutely changed. You know, like I think about, we're talking about Black History Month. You know, if you've ever seen the movie Malcolm X, when Malcolm X was a teenager, he was a hoodlum. You know, he was in and out of jail. He was dating white women. He was conking his hair, basically had a perm in his hair. And then he went into jail and that's where he actually transformed. So people say, oh, those jail bed conversions, they are not real. Well, for Malcolm X, it was real. He came out of there with a totally different mentality. You know, he read the dictionary <laughs> in prison. And one of the scenes I remember from the movie Malcolm X was when he was looking at the word black. And he was saying that all of the things he saw for the word black were negative. And when he looked at the word white, all the things that he saw for the word white were positive. And that made such a huge impact on him. He was like, you know, I need to redefine myself because if this is how they're defining me, I don't agree with these things. You know, I don't agree that black is evil. I don't agree that black is threatening. I don't agree, you know, that black is uncivilized. I don't agree with any of that. You know, so he decided to completely change and transform his way of speaking about himself. And, and he began to educate other people about how they could see themselves differently. And so to me, that's a man of character, you know, someone who admits their wrongs and says, I have the ability to change these wrongs. I have the ability to go on a different path. So to me, character doesn't mean that you don't make mistakes. It doesn't mean that you don't start off in a place that you might be embarrassed of or ashamed of or wish you hadn't gone to. But it means that when you get to a certain point, you say enough is enough and you choose to live your life in a better way. Like Maya Angelou said, when we know better, we do better. Um, and then when we learn, we should teach. And again, Malcolm X is a great example of knowing better and doing better and learning and teaching. You know, so um, I definitely think that we can look to people like him as an example of character, you know, so um, I'm going to go on to the next question in this list. Um, The next question is, what is the foundation of character? You know, I think that character can have a lot of foundations. It can be based on what you're taught. It can be based on religion. It can be based on philosophy. Um, it can be based on experience, you know. So I think that it depends on the person, you know, how you define your character, 
what you base your character on, you know, what you feel you have to live up to. You know, I remember I've said this in another podcast, you know, that when I would leave the house, my dad would say sometimes, uh, remember you represent this family. Remember you represent me. And uh, he would, he would definitely be pushing me to be a person of character. So um, moving on to the next question is it generational? I think character can be generational. I already mentioned that some people are raised a certain way and some people are basically given guidance from their parents and even from their grandparents or aunts and uncles, you know, so I think that character can be generational. Um, I don't think it always is. I think that some people grow up in a home that doesn't have a lot of character, but they look at the people around them and they say, I don't want to make the same mistakes that my parents made or my grandparents made. I want to be the first in my family to graduate college. I want to be the first in my family to graduate high school. I want to be the first in my family to read. I want to be the first in my family to write a book. You know, um, I remember that, who was it? Eric Thomas was talking about when he created his books, you know, his mentor said um, that, are you still selling your little books? And he was kind of offended by that because he was like, nobody in my neighborhood has ever written a book. And you're asking me if I'm the, if I'm still selling my little books, you know, so depending on where you come from, the standards can be different. You know, some people's standards are super high because they come from a background where everybody has done certain things and other people's, you know, standards can be super low, you know. Um, and it just depends on the person and what they're trying to accomplish. And so I also think about, you know, people who have looked at, their parents and said, okay, I see the mistakes they made. I, I don't remember her name, but there was a woman and she has a story that was called uh, from homeless to Harvard. It was actually made into a lifetime movie. And when she was in middle school or in high school, I think it was high school. She barely attended school at all. She was gone. She was absent more than she was there. And um, it was because her parents were drug addicts. It was because when they got paid and they got their food stamps that the money went to drugs. And she ended up spending a lot of time at her neighbor's house because that was the only place she could get food. That was the only place that she could get a shower. That was the only place that she got any attention at all because her parents were often um, not aware of her or her siblings because they were in their own zone. They were drugged out. And rather than her becoming that, she decided, you know, when her mom got sick, sick, no, it was like her dad got sick with HIV. I think it was her mom died. And a lot of kids would have just fell off the, the map and just went crazy. She was like, you know, if I want to be better than them, I need an education. And she enrolled herself in an alternative school and she took extra classes. She was getting tutoring. She was doing everything she could do, and she ended up graduating and applying for um, Harvard because at that point, at that time, and it may even still exist today, if you got accepted into Harvard and you were from a certain socioeconomic background, you got a free ride. You know, just by being accepted, you got a free ride. 
And so it was one of the few colleges that she could go to that was going to guarantee her a free ride, that was going to guarantee her food and her lodging and her meals. Everything was going to be paid for. She wasn't going to have to worry about anything. So it was going to be literally a full ride, books, tuition, fees, everything. And so she said, well, if I can get accepted, I can get everything paid for, you know. Um, And so she decided she was going to go for it and she had to get interviews and she had to, she had to jump through all these hoops, but whatever they asked for, she did it. She didn't make any excuses. She didn't say I'm homeless. She didn't say I can't make the interview. She didn't say, you know, you're asking too much. She did whatever they asked for and she got accepted. And it was such an inspiring story that Again, she wrote articles about it. People interviewed her, I think, on she did a TED talk, homeless to Harvard. Uh, Like I said, they made a Lifetime movie about it. But she was also talking about people would ask her, well, how did you do this? And she was like, well, I didn't really feel like I had a choice. I felt like this was my one opportunity and I needed to seize it. And so to me, that's, again, an example of character, someone who feels that they can and they do it. And they don't make excuses and they don't, um, how can I put it? They don't limit themselves, but they push forward to do whatever it takes, you know, and it wasn't generational in her, in her, um, example, it wasn't generational for Eric Thomas. They, they succeeded in spite of the odds. They succeeded in spite of their background. And so wherever you are, you know, wherever you're coming from, There are obstacles, but obstacles can be overcome. And if you look around, if you research, you can probably find somebody that did overcome, even with the same obstacles that you have. Um, So another question that I put is, is character important and why? You know, um, I think... Character is really important because I think if you don't have a standard, then anything goes. Um, And I think that, you know, people say shoot for the stars and I'm sorry, shoot for the moon. And if you miss, you'll be among the stars. If you shoot for being a person who's always honest, if that's your goal and you maybe are not always honest, but at least you're trying to be honest, that's a lot better than having no standard in that area. You know, if you shoot for a person to be always punctual or to be, you know, always dependable, I think, again, that's going to get you further in terms of um, what you accomplish than if you don't have a standard at all. So to me, it's important in terms of you being able to be the best person that you can um, have in your life. You know, so that is that's some of the things that I, I wanted to say about that. I just think that it's really important in terms of trying to be the best person you can, trying to set a standard for yourself, you know, and trying to live up to that standard. Um, how is character developed? Well, that's, I don't think there's one way. I think that character, some people say character is developed in the fire. You know, you can try your best to do things um, the best way and things can be misinterpreted. Things can be uh, misunderstood. 
Um, and how do you deal with that? Do you argue? Do you fight? Do you become enraged? Or do you try to explain what happened? And if the person doesn't move forward, you know, wants to end the relationship or wants to be um, belligerent, you know, do you just try to be at peace with that person and just keep moving forward? Um, so that's one way of developing character, trying to stay true to yourself and your standards, even when you're challenged, even when you're misunderstood, even when you're um, maligned, you know, because we can have the best intentions and things don't happen the way we expect them to happen. We can try to adjust and make, you know, um, a allowances for things, but they don't happen the way we expected them to. So how do we see that? Do we become bitter? Do we become angry? Do we blame others? Or do we take our responsibility in trying to um, handle our part of it and admit our faults, you know? Um, so that's what we want to do, hopefully, is admit our faults and, and realize that we can't control everything. We can only control our part. And we can't always control how people see things, you know, because you can have the best intentions and things don't get seen that way. Um, another thing in terms of, like, how is character developed? I already mentioned that I think it's developed in the fire. You know, sometimes when you go into a difficult situation, you can choose the easy way out or you can choose the better way, the higher path, you know, like Michelle Obama says, when they go low, we go high, you know, so it's, it's easy sometimes to sink to the level of your opponent. Um, but it takes a little more discipline to rise above that and say that that's beneath you and to stay on your level. Um, so I think that character is developed through making certain decisions and moving forward with those decisions. You know, um, there was a book that I read, I'm trying to remember the name of it, but the guy who wrote it, he said that he realized his life would be a lot more seamless if he made certain decisions that he was not going to go back on, you know, like for example, I'm not going to cheat on my wife, no matter how much I'm tempted. It's not going to happen. That was a decision he made. So that cut out certain things in his life. He wasn't going to go certain places. He wasn't going to hang around certain people. He wasn't going to participate in certain conversations. He wasn't even going to, how could you say, um, be tempted or even be seduced by certain things. You know, he decided he wasn't going to be a person who got drunk. So again, that simplified a lot of things in his life. So he wasn't, you know, if somebody kept passing around drinks, he was going to turn it down after a certain point. So he came up with maybe about 10 or 15 decisions that he made in his life. And he says, this is the person I am. This is the character that I want to have. And so therefore, you know, I'm going to live my life this way. I've made these certain decisions and those decisions are cutting off certain avenues. I'm not going to pursue certain things because they don't fall in line with the character that I want to have. So you have reacting to things a certain way as a way to build character. When you get into the fire, 
and you can choose the high road or the low road, you choose the high road. And making certain decisions that you live up to no matter what, no matter if they are difficult to live up to or not, because you've made that decision and you're a person of integrity and you want to stay true to that decision because you felt like you made it for the right reason, that's another way to develop character. You know, so those are some things that you can, you know, put into your life if you haven't um, as ways to develop character. And um, who is responsible for developing it? Well, the individual. You know, a lot of us are parents and we want to instill certain character traits in our kids. And you can do a lot of things to do that. You know, when my kids were young, I used to read to them. I had this book series of famous people. And we used to sit down and read about, you know, Ben Franklin and Albert Einstein and, you know, Harriet Tubman and all these different people. And the, the books actually had titles. Each one was a character trait, you know. And so this person was given as a... Uh, example of this character trait. And so as we were reading this book, I was trying to get my sons to identify with this character trait and to think of how they could incorporate it into their lives. And, and when we had certain situations that came up, I tried to, hey, you know, how could you use determination in this situation? How could you use perseverance in this situation? How could you use a positive attitude in this situation. I would ask them questions and have them kind of come up with a plan of action. So as a parent, you can help your child to develop character. You know, if you didn't have that kind of upbringing, again, like I said, reading books, um, watching documentaries, thinking about how you want to be as a person and coming up with a plan of action to develop those character traits in yourself. Um, those are all ways to develop character. Um, all right, let's go on to what do I consider are the most important aspects of character? Well, I've mentioned several, you know, um, I think that the whole Zenergize Your Life package is, is a whole workbook about developing character. Um, a lot of the traits in the book, in the workbook are character traits. They're traits that are principle based. Um, and so in case you've forgotten, this is what the workbook package looks like. It's $15. So you can get a workbook, you get, um, the journal, you get the stickers, the bookmark, the motivational band, the wristband, you know, you get all of that. All right. And then, um, you get a blank journal where you can actually put the tabs and you can write on the journal prompts. So you can see, you know, I've got some writing on the journal prompts there. Um, and there are different principles in here, you know, like, for example, taking accountability for your life. Some people like to blame everything on everybody else. They don't want to take any accountability. But in most situations, we do have some accountability. You know, um, we do have some things that we could do differently. Um, so, so, for example, with tonight, you know, I had a guest that was supposed to come on. Um, she had some car acts. She had a car problem. And I decided that, okay, we can do this virtually. So trying to do a virtual episode at the last minute sometimes doesn't go exactly as you plan because you're switching from what was planned to be face to face to 
you know, virtual and trying to set everything up and get everything going, especially if you have somebody already on their way to get the cameras and mic and all that kind of stuff. So I ended up going a little late and she was upset with me because I ended up starting a little late and she decided she didn't want to come on the podcast. So I take responsibility. I started a little late. It was not my intention. Um, you know, and she decided she didn't want to be on the podcast. She thought that it was unprofessional. Okay. You know, I apologize for that. Um, I was trying to be flexible. I was trying not to cancel the podcast. I could have just said, Hey, let's reschedule it. You know, maybe that would have been a better choice. Um, rather than trying to be on the fly and, and, you know, try to adjust. So I can definitely say in front of Facebook live and everybody else, if she's listening, yes, I went, I started late. If that offended you was not my intention. You know, I tried to notify you that I was going to go late and that we could still have the same amount of time. We could still do whatever you wanted to do as far as the interview, but you didn't, you know, feel that that was enough. I respect that. It's your choice. And so I'm saying in front of the Facebook live audience and everything, that's what happened. And there's no hard feelings on my end about the situation. That's just what happened. Um, And like I said, I could have done it differently in terms of just canceling the interview and saying, hey, let's do it when your car is up and running. But I was trying not to to do that. So, you know, some people would say I should have done this. I should have done that. That's what I did. That was a decision I made in the moment. These are the results that happened. And she has her feelings about it. And that's anyone's right to have their feelings about it. You know, so we are still moving forward, you know, and to go on to the next question that I had, um, does character relate to personal life, to business, to community life? I think it relates to everything. I think being a person, a character It means that people can trust you. People can realize that you're transparent. People can realize that you're doing the best that you can to be the person that you said you would be. Um, No one is perfect. No situation is perfect. You know, we try to make the best that we can with life. You know, that's that's all that we can do. You know, I always say I want to try to have perfect self-expression. I want to try to use all my talents, gifts and abilities And I want to give people, give other people the opportunity to, you know, use their talents, gifts and abilities. Um, And that's, you know, that's what I want to do. So I think that character definitely gives people a sense of security in their personal relationships, in their business relationships. We have a lot of things that happen in business because people are not, um, they don't show character. We have a lot of contracts so that people have a penalty for breaching that contract. Um, A lot of things are not done on a handshake anymore, not done on a person's word, because there have been so many people that have not followed through. Um, I think in the community, there have been a lot of times when the community has been hurt, when someone has lied or done a scam or taken money that didn't belong to them. And so definitely character is important in community life. Um, And so... I think it's important in every area. I don't think that there there is an area that I can think of that character doesn't make a big difference. You know, whether it's in parenting, you know, if your kids see that you tell them one thing, you know, do as I say, not as I do. That kind of worked with our generation a lot because we were kind of deathly afraid of our parents. 
But um, with the younger generation, they are not as afraid of most of us as we were of our parents. And so they really do like to see that we're not hypocrites, that we do actually live by the things that we ask them to do, that we do actually live by the principles that we say we live by. And um, a lot of people say that, hey, you're the only Bible that somebody's going to read. You're you're the only, you know, real life example that some people are going to get of how to live a healthy, productive life. And so it does matter that you have character. And so um, I want to thank you for joining me for this um, Zenergy Facebook Live on StreamYard. And um, I do want to encourage you to go on your own journey of character, to read books, to listen to music, to listen, watch movies. You know, there are so many movies that are coming out now, especially black history movies where people are the truth about people is being exposed. And some of it is really inspirational. Some of it, you really get to see how strong these people were, how much they went through, how much they overcame. Um, and it's really inspiring in terms of sometimes I think that we as the younger generation, we have it easy. You know, we have our own struggles. COVID is definitely a struggle. Unemployment, you know, there's still racism. There's still a lot of things. But compared to the 20s or 30s, you know, the 1800s, we've come a long way. Um, and to go back and see, in a sense, the character that some of these people had and the struggles that they overcame, I think it just gives you a new perspective on what you can do and how you can challenge yourself to live to a higher standard, you know, and um, I definitely want to do that with myself, to try to challenge myself to live to a higher standard and to um, always be pushing for the best in myself and trying to bring out the best in others um, and, and in doing that, sometimes you succeed and sometimes like tonight, there are little hiccups and things don't go exactly as planned, but we keep moving forward and we hope that everybody around us understands that we are trying our best. Um, and that's all that we can do. So I want to thank you guys for joining me and may you walk in Zenergy. My name is Zena Shea, and I have a weekly podcast called Zenergy, which is fuel for the mind, body, and soul. And this is the Zenergize Your Life Goal Setting Package, Volume 1. It comes with the workbook, a journal, stickers, a bookmark, tabs, and a QR code where you can find my podcast. And inside this workbook, you're going to have 16 different principles. The first one, I'm going to show you mine, is abundance. You have a place to put pictures that inspire you of role models, also pictures of goals that you want to create, Goals, journal prompts, meditations, affirmations, all kinds of things to help you focus on this principle to better your life. And like I said, there are 16 principles. So this is a $15 package that comes with all of these things I've shown you, $21 with shipping and handling, and you can get it at laughsandlyrics.com. So Zenergize Your Life with me. Thank you.